Welcome to Space Action Podcast, the official podcast of Space Action Heroes, a webcomic you can find at spaceactionheroes.com. I am Chris Carson. I'm Deniso and Chama. Hi, DC. Hi, Carson. Oh, my God. We're back again. Yes, we are. It's been, like, what, a month? It's been a month or so. Yeah, it's long enough that friggin' people in Star Wars keep dying. It's just Star Wars is just, I guess that's when you realize it came out 40 years ago. It's like, well, this is what happens. This is when everyone's yeah. going to start going. I mean, how much of the original cast of Star Trek is still around? Like, they're contemporary. Uh, yeah, you know it's I mean? just, I think it's just Shatner, uh, Shatner and, um, oh, her, Uhura, yeah. I don't I remember, Nichelle Nichols, Thank and you. George Takai. I think that's it. That's it, right? I think everyone else is dead. I mm-hmm. think, no, no, Chekhov's still alive. Ironically, really? the old Chekhov far outlived the new Chekhov. Oh, is, well, maybe, that's a strange trade-off. <laughs> that's a weird trade-off. It's a fucked up trade-off mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Right off the top, R.I.P. the OG Mandalorian. He's no good to me dead. Fucking Jeremy Bullock. Yeah. You ever met that dude? No. Good dude. Yeah. Nice I, dude. I think, because uh, you got pictures of, yeah. uh, I've seen pictures of you with him and, and with David Prowse, who also yeah. passed. Yeah. We can't remember if he did before or after the last podcast. Yeah, R.I.P. It's just, and it's weird because it's like the 40th anniversary of Empire 2, and I was like, man, that was like... Those two guys' yeah. movie. That was, that was their, their center stage. Yeah, for real. They're the whole like third act of that fucking film. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I love that the fact that because of the popularity of Boba Fett right now, a lot of the stories are coming out and how nice a dude Jeremy Bullock was. was. And you're really, like, no shit. You, well, yeah, just just a really like you, what I liked about him is that he clearly was into the the fan life, like yeah, the yeah. Comic Con life, yeah. but like not in like an overindulgent kind of way. Or like a self-aggrandizing kind of way. He just really loved talking about movies and like the movies and uh, he liked the fans. He liked the cash. Who wouldn't? And, yeah, yeah, and like you know, it, it put food on his fuck. That's very much how the dude approached it. Like an English gentleman, he was like, "Listen, let's put food on my kids' table." So yeah. well, I can't what was complain. He even was he? He just, was an actor. He was. Was in a, he actually an officially an actor? He was in a. Uh, Bo- I can't remember which Bond movie he was in. Oh yeah, yeah, before but, or after Star Wars though. Uh, around the same time, I'll say maybe before. So I wonder he was if, in a Robin Hood because like I don't one of those old school Robin. Oh, I hope he was in the. Kevin Costner won a Robin no, Hood. No, no, no. No, I wouldn't remember that. Um, he was like one of those old BBC production oh, okay. Robin Hoods. Okay. Like a lot of those guys. Like Peter Cushing, they were in old British horror old movies old and shit, stuff. Yeah. See, so, I always wondered if he was just a stuntman or something because he just wore the suit. They didn't use his voice. If I remember voice. this story right, it was because a production assistant, they needed a stand-in, so they called him in because they knew he was an actor. Okay. And you that, get the body movements down. Yeah, and that was it. That's why he also plays the uh, Imperial officer in that yep. same scene. And he's an old guy, too. He doesn't need they brought him back for the Disney uh, shit. No, it was the third prequel. Oh, uh, he's in the third prequel. He's um, Bail Antilles, uh, Bail Antilles, Bail Organa's uh, pilot on the okay. way back to course. I was like, oh, incoming okay. message, sir. That's that's him. That's that's Boba. That's him. Yeah. And whatever happened to the voice? Oh, oh, by the way, this is an episode about the Mandalorian. Oh, we're getting there. <laughs> but we're getting there. Let's do some house cleaning. First. But I do want to. Yeah, we should go through some Boba first. Um, who did the voice of him? Does he Jason Wayne like Green? He, he passed too. away. I want to say uh, like like over a decade ago. Really? So oh, it's yeah. been a while for the old cowboy. Yeah. 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 So the OG incarnation, man. Yeah. Well. So now that all we have is pretty much the prequel version. All we have is, is Tamara Morrison. Who I, yeah. I I you know I if I could like just diatribe momentarily about my association with Boba Fett because when I was a kid. 
I would literally fast forward past all the parts of the movie to get to Han and Chewbacca's adventures. Mm-hmm. Like, they were my guys. Mm-hmm. And Boba Fett was this really cool, like, villain in part two, but then he was so unceremoniously killed in part three mm-hmm. that as a kid, he just sort of took on the role of, like, like Jaws in James Bond. Like, the, the B bad guy that Bond kills before getting to the main bad guy. Okay. So he kind of, just the henchman. Yeah. He kind of took on the henchman role, and so I never really paid much attention to him. And then when the prequels came out, I think I texted this to you. It feels like George Lucas shot the character in the head by making him a Kiwi clone and then dubbing his lines over in the original series. And so John Favreau is paddling this corpse back to life, but it's going to be a Frankenstein no matter what. He's never going to be what he was because he's been so shit on. It's... His little belly and everything. <laughs> it was getting a little harsh, like especially in like the finale if we can segue right into the Mandalorian. Spoilers uh, right away. Spoilers yeah. right away. Whenever he's sitting there and there's like, you're not a Mandalorian. Your father was. You're you're just a donor, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, this is getting, we're getting really into the weeds here about yeah. Boba Fett's backstory. Is he a Mandalorian? Yeah. I don't give a shit. And how old are these these chick Mandalorians? Because that was like 40 years ago. Well, presumably Bo-Katan's the same age because she was hanging, bombing around with Ben Kenobi back in the Clone Wars. So they shouldn't have cast Katie Sackhoff then because she's only like 40. Well, she could have been a very old-looking 15-year-old back in the day. Yeah, or her species lives to be 150 or Maybe something. Maybe, like, their day cycle's a little bit longer. Maybe. Yeah. Because um, her, even her sidekick there, who was like, we've heard a thousand of your voices, motherfucker, like that one, she looked like she was 20. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like, didn't this happen a lot? Mandalorian, you know, the girls start earlier. What do you, what do you want them to say? <laughs> I don't know. But, they um, got cool helmets, and they start earlier. On the topic of the Mandalorian, I think you enjoyed season two more than I did. Okay, I will say this much. It was definitely, like, standing back and seeing the whole arc, you could tell they were like, we're going to use season two as a springboard just for a bunch of different spinoffs. Because Pedro Pascal was pissing them off and they were trying to get rid of him? I th- I was wondering, like, part... Because I, halfway through the season, I'm like, oh, yeah, he doesn't... He's not necessarily underneath the helmet apparently for all these scenes. Barely. Uh, it was a lot of stuntman work. So what was his deal overall? So I was... I mentioned this in another podcast and I had it slightly wrong because... Um, slightly wrong in that I said Pedro Pascal wanted to keep the helmet on. He was the one who wanted to take the helmet off. He was getting pissed off that he wanted more FaceTime because the show was so popular. Mm. And then he went above Favreau's head to Disney to get them to intervene on his behalf. And they tried to, which is clear in this season because, again, spoilers, I felt all the dramatic weight of him taking off his mask in that final scene was lost when he literally had it off for the dopiest fucking scene in the episode before where he's sitting there, like, doing comical shifty eyes back and forth between <laughs> Bill Burr and the uh, Storm and the Imperial officer. I'm like, if you're going to have that as your final shot, maybe don't have his helmet off in the second last episode for, like, 20 minutes. I don't know, but it, was, you know? it still kind of resonated with me. Like, you know, I think about the same way fucking whenever Vader tells Luke, I am your father now. It's all kind of fucked because you've known that for four movies. I know, that, that four, sucks. That's why you never watch the prequels first. But... It's still the fact that, like, oh, shit, you told the kid. That, like, mm. broke his fucking brain. I thought it was still had an impact in the last scene, because it's like, oh, it's the first time the kid's seen his face. Yeah, like, I guess. I don't know. I feel like if... I feel like this was a course correction, because they were ending this character. Yeah. And continuing with Boba Fett. Yeah. So, 
if they had known they were going to be doing this, I doubt we would have seen his face until that scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the entire uh, series. He wouldn't have taken it off in season one for the robot. Because the, the when season one is a little bit too contrived. Yeah. Like, this one at least, I don't know, I really love that Bill Burr episode. It was great, but I just um, wish, it had, like, one small tweak is that when uh, he's like, I can't go up there, I can't go up there. The Mandalorian went up there, and he's failing. Bill Burr should have just stepped in before he took his helmet off. Like, save yeah. the dramatic impact for literally the next episode to see his face. I guess it's, like, not... I, it's as much of a commitment seeing him almost take off the helmet as taking off the helmet. Right. You know, he's like, okay, you were willing to do it. Like Right, and it wasn't even... A, like He literally just sat there, again, like, shifty eyes, not involved with the scene at all. It was Bill Burr's scene, so why was his yeah, helmet off? Yeah, Bill Burr was crushing it. Yeah, he was crushing <laughs> it. Which, so why was his helmet off? Because Pedro Pascal didn't want to be there. Because Pedro Pascal didn't want to be there. That's exactly... <laughs> Exactly it. That's why. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't want to rant too much because I mean, I I liked it. I mm. want to say that I enjoyed it, and there were great moments throughout it. But overall, taking a step back, it was like season one. They were trying to figure out what they were, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that they were more like the X Files or or the Fugitive, how okay. it was serialized. You could really watch any episode, but there were the conspiracy theory episodes, like X Files. Okay, there were the Moff Gideon Yoda, Baby Yoda, Groot Yoda. Groot, Grudu, Grobu, uh, Grogu, Grogu. 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 <laughs> that always reminds to interrupt myself. That reminds me of the Simpsons scene of like we need something like Love Day, but less uh, stupid. Uh, Love Day, Love Day, yeah, that's we good. Just, <laughs> we need like a Groot, but for Yoda, like Grogu, yeah, all right, Groda, Groda, Grogu. There it is. Too obvious. <laughs> but I really like that they were doing like a Walker Texas Ranger serialized show, mm. and then season two clearly. Disney was like, this is all we have left to make money. Mm-hmm. We need to use this as a springboard mm-hmm. for a million other shows. And so suddenly it became like SideQuest the series, where every where you did kind of have to watch every episode to know what was going on. Because it was like a video game, a series of side quests of trying to get. And to I just... guess it does. You can't watch it in a different order because he gets each objective from the previous episode. And then yeah. it felt block like like the fact that the ship was all broken down and awesome, and then it goes all fixed up to brand new, and then blown up in the next episode. And you're like, okay, that wasn't thought out. That was probably a last minute decision. Because they're getting rid of Pedro Pascal, so they thought, okay, let's just blow up the Razor Crest. Right. And then him showing his face again, and then in the next episode, so it really felt slapdashed in the last two or three episodes of like, okay, we need to end this series. Because now Dave Filoni's moving on to the Ahsoka series. You know, I was thinking about that today, the way they kind of... Because uh, I started this whole fucking podcast eulogizing Jeremy Bullock. I'm a diehard Boba Fett fan. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, whenever he finally drops in fully suited in the armor, I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I'm enjoying it. But I'm like, but why isn't this having the impact... It didn't it, feel quite right, did it? it? it yeah, that it should be having. And I think it's because there was no build-up to it. It wasn't like they had Fett tracking him through the whole season. No. They showed him once, and once. then he catches up with them at that exact... i following you. Yeah. you got my armor. So was he going to every plant? I would love to see like a special edition cut like right next to T-shirt and jeans guy, Boba Fett's peeking <laughs> behind him. <laughs> right? Like, following right. from planet to planet. But, like, also, um, if he has had Slave 1... Why didn't he get his armor himself from that, like, random dude in a small town? See, the, which begs the question. Let's go to season episode one. Okay. How does Boba Fett get out of the Sarlacc? That'll be explained it, in the Book of Fett, I guarantee. It, it involves him taking his shit off? 
Or he was maybe he was just he got out, passed out, and the Jawas came by and, and they him. took it off his body, couldn't left him for dead. Maybe that makes more sense. And he's clear, like clearly the Sarlacc pit also ages you thirty years past what you're supposed to be. Now I just thought he was all stomach acid fucked up. I guess that's what they're going for. But he also kind of has the old man gorilla body too. So I guess it bloated him and melted his face. You see what happens in the, the Sarlacc, Chris, is that you get over inundated <laughs> with protein. <laughs> But also, they're, like, juggling the balls of Special Edition versus Original, because yes. yeah. in the Special Edition, the the, the Little Shop of Horrors plant ate them. How do you get the fuck out of that? It wasn't just a pit with spikes on it. Remember you, they can, added, you, can get out, you can get out of a beak. You can get out of a he beak did at with the top a tiny of the, little throat. Yeah, remember the top of this season? He popped out of a giant did space he? lizard. And this crate dragon, you know? Oh, yeah. you, you can pop out of a oh Sarlacc. God, the the uh, Godzilla-sized crate dragon. I never imagined they were going to be... Uh, dune sandworms. I yeah, because the skeleton of ones land in the desert That's in true. Star Wars, so like I assumed they were around that big. And then I guess it's the expanded shit that gave made them look like little Komodo dragons. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. so, it's just that skeleton in the in the movie. And there, you know what's kind of, did you see the one thing? Uh, I do love the little, less is more, and I think Favreau knows that from doing like uh, the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. how many uh, Easter eggs are sprinkled throughout the background. The crate dragon call is the original call the original that one? from that Obi Wan did in the Ooh, first Star Wars that digital sounding thing. That yeah, yeah, that really like coarse, like raspy sounding one. Yeah. I, I'm all for it. Like little like Easter eggs like that, I kind of dig in this series. Yeah, because I don't know Favreau. Like I don't know they he's they clearly were forced. Like I think I don't know yeah. what their original plan is yeah. was for like multiple seasons or what. But this definitely kind of felt like. Really quickly wrapped up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I don't know. It still worked for me though, considering like they gave this one a logical closure point. Like the first season was like, "What is this thing?" And now it's like, you know what it is. Like you can either you have two options at this point: draw it out for multiple seasons, or be like, "Okay, we established what it is. Now just get it somewhere. Just get it the fuck out. So we'll do the spinoff shows. So in terms of like, we this fucking ship is sinking. We have to like get all the rats off of it as fast as possible. Yeah. I mean, I. I, I I gotta give it to him. I like for tonally. I think they nailed it. Like for oh, yeah. the Ahsoka well, episode, the Ahsoka one was actually, uh, ironically, my least favorite from season one. Was the Fellini one, Dave Fellini, mm-hmm. Dave Fellini, Fellini, yeah. Fellini, yeah. Fellini. Wrong, wrong Italian name. <laughs> um, and this, I think, was the best one. Yeah, it was really interesting because it was just a samurai episode. Well, I mean, I think I don't want to completely say it was the, because of Michael Bean, but I, I think it was. <laughs> Michael Bean did it. Oh yeah, it was all him. Yeah, yeah. But this is the way he did he... that Michael Bean face where he ha- half opens his mouth and kind of looks around. He looks around a lot. <laughs> looks like you see a side one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the way they treated the Jedi in that one, I thought was really yeah. great. The way they treated the Jedi in the final episode was embarrassing. <laughs> With, uh, with deep fake Luke wandering why in. They, why don't they just use deep fa- deep fake technology at this know, point? It looks so bad. It looked it so did, bad. I thought it was Sebastian Stan at first. I didn't. Yeah. I, I was like, know. I don't know who that's supposed to is that, be. Is that supposed to be Mark Hamill? I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and it, what's weird too is that like they had to de-age his voice as well. Was that or is he just good at? Because I've heard Hamill do his like lighter his, his Luke voice. His Luke voice. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. He's, He's a, a voice, voice actor. actor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think he just he just brought him brought himself up a little back to when he was young. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. I thought that was so lame because it just the logic of the universe started to break down because I really loved the feel of of an old spaghetti western show and then they just kind of took the spaghetti western character out and put him in Disney Star Wars because mm-hmm. it felt a lot like the prequel series it felt like uh, Clone Wars or the sequel series it felt like you know I just felt because 
Because Star Wars does Star Wars best when it's aping something else, right? Mm-hmm. And then this Disney series was just this Frankenstein clusterfuck of I don't we don't know what the fuck to do with Star Wars really. We're gonna remake the first one and then we're gonna do this weird <laughs> uh, exploration of the counterculture of Star Wars or whatever for uh, right, um, Last Jedi and then the last one was just insane. I have a theory, by the way. Mm. I think. That Last Jedi was Ryan Johnson saying he hates the expanded universe. Because <laughs> he just hacked <laughs> it to pieces. Yeah, he was like, fucking get rid of your stupid expectations. We're mm-hmm. not doing it. Like, even that line where Yoda's like, did you read those books? Page Turners, they were not. I was like, is he talking about the, the actual books? books? Uh, Ryan Maybe Johnson, Ryan Johnson don't like those stories. You he know? is a pudgy California folk singer who I think is really up his own ass. He's the type of guy I imagine would start transitioning his son at, like, three months old because he thinks it's going to be a daughter. <laughs> just <laughs> just so he can seem really woke, you know? I'm just imagining, do you remember the footage of him showing up to the premiere of Last Jedi and there's, like, a row of fans and he's running down the road with his hand out giving uh, high fives? But it's all the doctors who just performed the, <laughs> the surgery on his now new daughter. He's, like, tweet raging about it. <laughs> Oh man, everyone's gonna love me even so much more now. <laughs> he laughs like salacious crumb. Um, oh, where the fuck was I going with that? Sorry. I got no, that's okay. I got baby brain big time. Um, oh fuck, where was I going with that? I don't even remember. Oh, just how they plucked out uh, the Mandalorian Western character from the Western series and dropped him into Disney Star Wars for season two. So, like, there were moments that I really enjoyed, but overall, it felt so desperate on Disney's part. In the first half, just felt so desperate of, we need, we have goodwill back, so we need to immediately destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to make 18 fucking shows. And I made this point, and everyone, I don't remember who I made the point to, and they were, like, rolling their eyes at me, and then... Uh, two months later, Disney did the big announcement of like, here's our ten new Star Wars yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I uh, I had a similar thought this morning, in the sense of like, I was imagining a creative argument between John Favreau and some executive, just being like, now we know you like doing this niche little Western show. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, but is there any way? Don't fucking say. It. Is there any way we can work one of the original four characters in there? Oh, Jesus. What do you uh, mean? Fuck yeah. I don't know, like a Skywalker or yeah. a Solo, or it's like we we put them literally in every fucking other, and like I'm just imagining every single time like Rogue One would fall to it, be like they'd be like, okay, so in the hangar scene, you see the droids, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the hangar scene, gotta the, be the droids. You gotta put the droids in. Why? Wait, why would they be there? Just put them in. It's like for fuck's sake. So the closer and closer Favreau got to that conceding that argument yeah. was like them to the scenes again. At the end, who comes and saves Luke. them? Luke Skywalker. And he was like, oh, uh, you know what? I don't. I don't want to do this <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I wonder is he still involved with the show now? Yeah, he's show running all those. I'm the pretty, other ones. Yeah, he's just show running those. Well, because he was a producer on all the executive producer. And this on season, he Marvel. wrote and directed like the first half of it, mm-hmm. and then it just went nuts around episode. Four or five is when he. I think Felonies was the first not written and directed by Favreau. And then it just kind of went crazy the last four episodes. Did he write and direct the whole? F- I'm pretty sure he did the first four because I remember. I, I can't. I'm not 100%, but I, at the end of each episode. Bryce Dallas Howard did the. Um, she did the last season. Episode. She did the Katie Sackoff one. Oh, uh, she did the Girl Power one. Yeah. Which episode was that? Three? It was right before um, Ahsoka Tano, so yeah, I want to say it was three or four. Ahsoka Tano was five or six. So, 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 yeah, so. yeah, which, oh, that's where the logic of the universe broke down, because it's like, you have this Jedi right there, 
who can clearly cut through anything. I thought these, like, like uh, Cylons, the Imperial Cylons, were made of Beskar or something. That's why they were so tough. But lightsaber went through them like butter. You have a Jedi right here, but we're not going to go have him go get the Jedi because Luke has to show up at the end. So all of a sudden, the, log the internal logic was breaking down for fan service. Because why wasn't Ahsoka there helping him out? He got everyone else from the season, except for, like, uh, the chick with the with the pit droids on Tatooine. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone else was there to help him, so why wouldn't he go get the fucking Jedi? Because no she, was, she had other shit to do. So, like, after they coronated that dude, first they had to figure out how to get those guys out of those electronic cages that were getting shocked. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. Like that's going to take day. a while. That's going to take, like, a whole day. And she has to go after the incredibly uh, uh, forced line of where is... Grand Moff fucking... Uh, Thrawn. Thrawn. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have just said Thrawn? It's almost as if she was speaking to an audience of some kind. <laughs> to let them, let them know that there's going to be a spin-off series where she's going to be after going after a blue motherfucker who was in charge of the Imperial Navy. Which there now is. I don't know. It just... I, it was really... The first season was fun. The second season was jaded in my mind because it felt so... Favreau having his hands tied in order to make to fix right. the universe they broke. I mean, because I, when you put it that way, I can definitely see the concessions that he had to make throughout the series. But I'm like, I thought the stories were compelling enough that I honestly, fun. I didn't. It, I it went completely over my head. The only one that kind of dragged out for me was the fr the frozen planet frog lady one with the spiders. That one dragged out. I I did not like the finale. It felt like it could have been 15, 20 minutes shorter. Like I, when they um when the so they had these super battle droids basically. They were just battle droids. Really, I love the how dark also troopers. you got like twenty of them at that one door instead of all using combined strength to just to pry <laughs> the doors open. They do their like jujitsu <laughs> cobra kai <laughs> fucking punches. Yeah. They're doing their, the bride hit on the coffin. <laughs> It made no sense. And like, every situation, we're stuck behind glass. All right, boys. <laughs> do we have like a, a metal cutter or like something a, on there? A fucking what do you? Yeah, like a welding gun. Anything? Anything? No. S some other projectile. Just fists. <laughs> that killed me. <laughs> they were so silly. Um, again, again, I got super baby brain. So the point that I was making just went fluttered away like a butterfly on a breeze. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. I wish I could rewind it and take a look. Something about the battle droids. But, um, yeah, Luke showing up was stupid. <laughs> I, <laughs> then R2 came in. Oh, no, that was it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, yeah, but ahead, I, I just remembered. Because um, they cut to them waking up. And then it cut away to, like, three more minutes of something else. And then cut back to them waking up a little more. And at that moment, I was like, wait, I think we got it. You showed them waking up. The next scene with them can then be Who's them marching up? out, the mm -hmm. dark troopers. Oh, 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 oh. And oh, cut yeah, back yeah, to them yeah. three times waking up until they finally walked out. And I was like, oh, my God. Did you just need to get to 40 minutes? You didn't want the fin finale to be 25 minutes long? Like, the editing. Oh, wait. Uh, um, the director of Ant-Man did it. That might explain it. Listen, it gave you a couple extra seconds of Ludwig Goranson's badass dubstep music. Oh, but that even got a little dragged out. I noticed you can always tell when a composer thinks a scene isn't playing well because their music gets really stretched out. When they're just like, okay, I just got to get through this scene and then I can flourish for a point coming up. And when they were waking up and it kept cutting back to like just mindless fight scenes in the hallways his music started to get very like just do 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 like he was just <laughs> hitting tapping the piano like okay okay just wait till we get to the next scene okay let's do this i noticed that a lot 
I think even he was like, guys, this could be 20 minutes shorter. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff with them in the hallway. I have to admit, though, they did manage to get, like, their girl gang team a little less ham-fisted than fucking... Oh, it was a whole girl gang team, wasn't it? Than Endgame did. That kind of made me happy. I was like, there you go. That's how you fucking do yeah. it without slamming it down people's fucking throats. No, that's when they get the uh, the token girl director to make the next Star Wars movie after she's done with Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins. Oh, yeah. She's going to make the Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Star Wars, man. <laughs> Who, I, I don't. I don't think. I think Patty Jenkins is a competent director, but she's no fucking genius. But I think she gets a lot of like. See, that's what gave play me hope because this she season, made Wonder man, Woman. Is, is that like? I, I was wondering, like after, like after all of it, I'm like, what was the takeaway from all this? One, the episode that didn't have the fucking baby Yoda in it was my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Like, so it shows. Like that episode to me, I thought was so. Like, I gave up to Rick. Is it Fu, Fumi? Ah, oh, man, Fumi. Oh, that's what I noticed, too. I, as I was watching, Fumiyama. I was like, this feels very, like, uh, Japanimation at times. Mm. It feels very Asian, quote-unquote, mm. you know? And then it, the, the director was like, oh, there it is. He's black. <laughs> is he? Yeah. I thought he was Asian by the name. No. <laughs> well, then he loves his fucking Asian cinema. Because as I was watching it, I was like, this feels like in, like when they do anime versions of shit. Okay. Like the anime Marvel stuff that you yeah, can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. feels like that. A lot of the cutting, a lot of the... The the ex, like direct lines that you can see in more like kabuki theater type productions. Right. I thought this guy's got to be Asian, and then the name I thought he was. No, he's just a black dude. No, black. He must love him. I mean, some just anime. a black dude. He he'd be a black dude who loves anime. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a black dude who loves anime. Uh, um, but that episode I thought was so nuanced in terms of like it's just all about the the blurred line between allegiances. You know, like. Just little subtle things, like whenever he's fighting all them aliens in the Mad Max scene, one of them saves his buddy from falling off. Mm. Or when they get back to the Imperial base, the Empire's like celebrating, they play like this heroic music and shit. Yeah, yeah. And just for a second, you're like, that's, I think we t- I talked about it on the podcast, how I always wanted there to be a Star Wars story about some stormtroopers in a bunker, and they realize they're on the wrong they're side. on the wrong side. That, that was a glimpse of it, that episode, of just being yeah. like, look at them, man, like... They're all just caught in the gears of war. They're stuck here. Yeah, like yeah, the Probably Empire, the rebels, or clones, or whatever the fuck they are. What's that? At that point, the brainwashed or clones or whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. Stormtroopers. I don't know what they are. At this yeah. Point, well, but. and like Bill Burr's like the one character who's just like it doesn't fucking matter. Like it doesn't matter what helmet you're wearing. This is for goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was such a a nuance, like like a type of genre that Star Wars I didn't know could do, mm-hmm. but they did it. So that kind of gives me hope for, especially the fact they're not trying to do ongoing trilogies or serials with these new movies. Like, I think the Obi-Wan's going to be a limited series. Yeah, I think they're all limited series. They're all just one one and done? I don't think Mandalorian was intended to be mm. originally, but now it's definitely a limited series. I think it's the way to go. They could just do, like, what's-his-face does, uh, the guy who does uh, Legion and Fargo. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know his name. Noah Hawley. But, but every season is different. It's like an anthology, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that's the way to go with these, man. Like, instead of trying... Because otherwise, look at Mando Season 2. Eventually, what ends up happening is you need to springboard a bunch of other stuff. I know. I think their plan now is to do it, ironically, like Marvel, where each story, like Ahsoka... It's, um, uh, so, it's, it's, it's Ahsoka, Ahsoka. It's Rogue. It's a rogue... They're called like guardians of the fucking the Rangers of the Republic. Rangers, the guardians of the of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I guess too. it does have the same ring yeah. to it, doesn't it's it? It's probably gonna be pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I, I, so I, can you imagine if it's just like fucking like lethal weapon in space? <laughs> I'd be With kinda, the, the chubby X wing pilot from uh, what do you call it? Kim's, uh, convenience. Kim's convenience. Have you ever watched Kim's convenience? I have not. It I pass by it all the time. Absolutely fucking awful. <laughs> I will go on record as saying. I keep seeing people be like, hey, did you like Shit's Creek? Here's more Canadian content. I'm like, no, there isn't. 
Shit's Creek is a, like Canadian content sucks for like ninety five percent of it. Anyway, sorry, off the rails. Oh, uh, too fun. See, that's why they need to put Dan Levy in the next wing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he just constantly got that face, that uh, face that he does. <laughs> so he's in the black and white striped stylish X wing. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. That'd be awesome. Oh. And then, uh, Eugene's got to show up as an imperial officer. <laughs> Ow! Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta come, come back to base. Just blinking. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I got Rangers of the Republic, Ahsoka, and there's another one that, and the three of them I think are gonna line up They're to Marvel more. Universe in it. They're yeah. gonna line up to I think probably Thrawn. Another I guess at this point. It probably will just be called Thrawn, or maybe it'll be called Mandalorian, and they'll bring him back in five years after. Pedro realizes he's not as important as he thought he was because they just flicked him off the series. <laughs> they were like, you know, we can put anyone under that helmet. No one's going to know, right? You want voiceover rates? Is yeah. that what you want? You know how many dead <laughs> actors we have fucking reanimated yeah. and put into that role? We can make you get, like yeah. talk. We can make you say whatever we want, Pedro. <laughs> Luke's hair looked like a bad Photoshop job. Like, it had that fuzz around it. The, and the front... That was the front, but the back looked like it was like either a new haircut or a bad wig. Yeah. Like, it was just a little too clean. I was like... Ugh. It almost feels like they did do, because it definitely he wasn't all CGI. It almost feels like it was a deep fake, but a badly done deep If fake. I had to guess, they had Mark Hamill shave and they tried de-aging him. Mm. But, like, I listen, I love... His body was skinny, though. But they could have just got on a body double. I think just for his face. Oh, you think they just filmed him for, and Like, for the close-up shots. Yeah. I think they shaved him and de-aged him. But like, listen, I love Mark Hamill to death, but he's sixty something There's now. Too many cooks in the in the it stew there. It too. really just, just felt like. Remember that line, Arrested Development. Whenever they were like trying to airbrush out Lucille's driver's license, oh yeah, and, yeah. like she's just it's like I had to end up checking albino on the forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt like they put so much de aging onto Luke's yeah. face. It was it wasn't even Mark Hamill anymore. Yeah, and, and and it's so ironic that I don't know if it's ego or if it's because. They have, like, it's a, it's this industry that supports itself. So they go, like, well, we have to hire this company to do this new technology because then we sell this technology to do in other movies and profit, 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 profit. It's all fucking show business. So I don't know if if that's the reason that they don't just do something that takes three seconds for a YouTuber to do that mm. looks a hundred times better. Mm. Or what? Or if it's ego, like, we can't just deep fake it. My theory, mm. Disney's on the cutting edge of face replication software and they're testing it out. So they're just it testing out. it out, testing yeah. it out. Yeah. Have you looked at Targan recently? I mean, he looked bad at the time. Have you looked at him recently? I saw a video. Someone did a deep fake side by side. It looked really good. Yeah. Um, the the OG Targan. It's a little... Cr- I watched it with Heather and I was like, did you notice anything about... Targan? The, I thought he was passing because she didn't say anything the whole movie. I was like, did you notice anything about that? Dude? I was like, He's, he was computer animated. She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> no shit. It's the little twitches. Like, when he turns and he does the little, like, eyebrow raise and lip sneer and you're like, people don't do that. Pixar does that, he, you know? The problem I have with it is that the angles he does, the way he stands in certain scenes, you can tell he's clear Really, they just did a side-by-side copy of poses of Peter Cushing. Yeah. So he uncomfortably has to take Go these cool. unnatural cool. poses. Yeah. There's one where he's talking to Krennic and he's looking him in the eye, but then he tilts his head down, right down like, and Rrr. talks to him like this for some reason. You're like, yeah, yeah. that was natural. He looks like uh, he's in the like a villain in The Incredibles. A little bit. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he does have those those movements, those really jerky movements. With, with slightly better skin textures. But the story behind that was that they actually had a mold of his face from a, oh, that's right. But then uh, clearly, it didn't do much for them. Like, 
It probably may have been better if they just referenced photos. I think it's because they were also, remember that I think they were scanning in the models of the Star Destroyers to get them as screen accurate as yeah, possible. Yeah. So they were just going crazy with it. Like, let's see what happens when we put his face <laughs> in. Let's put Cushing's face oh, in shit. it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Does it work well? I put body parts. Let's put putting let's put Peter's face in there, man. Let's see what happens. We just gotta sell this tech. That's all we're doing. We just gotta sell this tech. Exactly. We gotta give it to someone else. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you you enjoyed Mando season two more than I did, but I really did enjoy it. I just thought that the 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 problems were large enough that it did kind of skew the overall picture for me. You know. I mean, like, I. I think it's because my invest. That's the same reason why the Boba Fett thing didn't blow my mind as much as it. I like my investment in this franchise at this point is kind of like, hey, they did something that I recognize. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's not like I sit there watching and being like, oh, but the, the I could feel the studio marks of them trying to make this into a spring. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, like this, especially in an age where I knew that Asaka Tano was going to be played by Rosario Dawson like five months ago when the cast shows up. Yeah. So it's just like I I don't. Well, it doesn't impede it for me. Like it I impedes can, it for me just because season one like. It made a fool out of me. Because <laughs> season one and people who haven't seen it would be like, should I watch it? Is it just, is it Rogue One? Is it just full of member berries? Is it the, I'm wanted in Seven Systems guy showing up ten times? I was like, no. They do it so much more organically. Because, like, if you live in this universe, there's going to be Jawas. There's going to be this. There's going to be that. They don't draw fo- attention to it. It's just there in the background to help paint the world they're in. But it's a very unique story with its own unique tone and mm-hmm. unique character. So they did it right. And then season two just felt like fucking Rogue One in at parts. It felt mm. like that ATSD. Look, ATAT. Check it out. You remember that, right? Ah, it felt a lot more like that in season 2. So it bugged me. I was like, "Oh, you you guys nailed it in season 1." And now this one seems so showy, especially the 15 fucking minute. Like, oh, it's an X-wing, a single X-wing. What's that going to do for us? Okay, it's Luke. Okay, now we're going to take 20 minutes of this robed figure walking down hallways. I dug that uh, so hard, man. Like, like just uh, Especially the part where they did like a shot-for-shot recreation of the Vader hallway scene. Yeah, why did they do that? I thought it was cool. <laughs> what was the thinking behind that? Because the whole series is about father and sons, man. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like poetry. It rhymes, rhymes exactly. It rhymes. Man, you didn't get nothing out of the fucking babies you to see in his fucking face. No, because at that point, it just felt rushed. It was like the last act of Scott Pilgrim when they ran out of book, and mm. they just had to quickly wrap up the, the movie because they didn't know where to go f- with the story. So right. all of a sudden, the last ten minutes is like, wait, 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 it's over? That's what it felt like the final episode, where you just spent 20 minutes showing people sh- like shoot shit in a hallway, and then just Baby Yoda's gone and taken <laughs> off with Luke, and Peter Pascal looks fat. <laughs> like, it's just over it felt so forced and now he's apparently he has this saber thing all these loose ends but then the series is over so is it is it going to start up the next series with the well, lady well no it, the ne- season 3 starts with a, a CGI face of Adam Driver murdering Baby Yoda. Yoda yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's uh, the thing. He's dead. Baby Yoda is but dead. Baby, yeah, Baby Yoda gets brutally He's murdered fucking... by Ben Solo. Yeah. <laughs> but I just mean, like, uh, the Mandalorian had the Darksaber. So is it whatever the right. series is with the lady uh, uh, Mandalorians, is it going to start with Katie Sackhoff being like, yeah, I killed him. He's Got just the holding saber. the head of yeah. Pedro Pascal's head. He still looks fat and sweaty. <laughs> and it's his CGI face and he's shaking his head just despite <laughs> him. He's shaking, like, from that one episode. <laughs> oh. 
I still think it would have been better if they'd known they were only going to do 16 episodes to have never shown his face till that final moment. Yeah. Little teases like him drinking soup under the helmet, and then at the very end he says goodbye to Yoda would have been so much more emotionally impactful. I wonder why, what their initial plan is. Again, like it, it's kind of starting to feel like, oh, you guys didn't have a plan with this, you just ran with it. Yeah. Um, well, it seemed like they were just going to do a, a, a serialized show, and then Disney stepped in in season two. I mean, I have no confirmation of that but that's what it felt like yeah i wonder what like their original intent was whenever they started it, if it was going to be a, like a multiple season thing yeah i don't re- know realistically the whole time i was watching the entire series i'm like but you can't get many more like, i was surprised there was a second season I'm like you can't get many more much more of this, of this unless you go full serial and every week's a new bounty which is what i wanted from the mm-hmm. show as soon as Yoda, baby yoda started stick what's his name again fucking Gro- Gro- grogu grogu uh, as soon as Grogu started sticking around, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be just a weekly bounty hunter show where every week's a new bounty. Right. Fuck. That's what I wanted. Right. Go get the puck, you know? I can't, yeah, the second, like, that first episode ends, you're kind of like, oh, we're doing Lone Wolf and Cub, which is... Which is fine, because they yeah. still had a bounty every episode for season one. Mm. I think season two was when he was like, I'm side-quested to deliver this child to the mountain of Skyrim. Right. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a mountain from Skyrim. No, I'm making fun of it because it was so video game-like. No, but it pretty much did look like a a rune statue from Skyrim. It did. The thing he went to. It, it looked like did. from uh, the one from uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, Something the, mean, not Minas Tirith. Is it Minas Tirith? That is Minas right? Tirith, the, the the layered city. Fuck. Yeah. Um, the one where the where they stab him on Weathertop. Thank you, Weathertop. Weathertop. Yeah, it did look like Weathertop. Yeah. It looked like a fantasy world. Which was that like the homeworld of the Jedi or some shit? Was that the uh, story? It's the other first planet that the Jedi are. The other one. <laughs> the other one. The other other one. Other other one. There, like, that was the other thing I thought was fucking hilarious in the very last one where it's like, what do you expect me to do? Show up with a laser sword and take on the whole empire? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, like... Luke see, just did it. Luke just did it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if, you don't do, if you don't do it, someone's going to have to call you back five years later to CGI your face on someone who will, you yeah. know? The second as much as Bill Burr crushed it, it felt like John Favreau going like, Look, this show's spiraling out of control. Do you want to just come back and get a paycheck for one more episode? Because it's getting crazy. If this is going to be a springboard, I'm going to use it for my friends. Like, we can use yeah. this to pay for your dramatic roles. Have, I hope there's a Bill Burr uh, spinoff where it's just that character recording an intergalactic podcast. <laughs> He's just sitting around being like, hello, good morning. I would love that, just him in a spaceship cruising <laughs> around. <laughs> called Imperial's cunts. <laughs> I never get on on sci-fi like this when he's like, "Oh, I'm free to go," and walks away on a on a planet. <laughs> like, how is he gonna get off this planet? <laughs> I assume like he's an Imperial soldier. He he's knows how. To, yeah, he knows how to survive. Find a spaceship, shit. or is he just planet locked now? Going no, um, he, I mean, come on, it's a whole planet. He's got. I guess he just he's literally spent continent. his whole life exploring one planet, right. or he could just go to another continent and get a ship. Get a ship? Was there, is the planet inhabited, or is it? I thought it was like just an imperial. Base. I don't know. <laughs> he blew I'm up. not from that planet. But that happens all the time in <laughs> sci-fi, where they're like, "Well, we're stuck here." In the next episode, they're out, and it's like, "You're on a whole planet." Yeah, so like you're on an island somewhere and built a raft and sailed to the mainland. How the fuck did you get off the planet? <laughs> they got shit that flies. That's <laughs> all you need to know. They got shit that flies. It's a universe where shit flies. That's how I was thinking of that one episode where they knock the bay, the the one with the uh, Bo-Katan first shows up, and they're on a boat. That's I'm like, Katie Sackhoff, right? Yeah, Katie Such Sackhoff. a silly name. Every time they said it, it's like, I have Bo-Katan star. I was like, what the fuck is a Bo-Katan? Anyway, sorry. Her name's Bo. <laughs> Bo? Her name's Bo. Katan. That's Bo-Katan. a very silly name. Hey. Bokaton, <laughs> Katie Sackoff. <laughs> it sounds like Bokaton. It does sound like Bokaton. Bokaton. That I would prefer that more. 
Boca. Yeah, it might be Boca. Boca Tana? Maybe they're like, that's too close to Boba. Boca Tana, why does that sound like something? Like uh, a planet. you're having a stroke? No, no, what's a planet that has this very similar, <laughs> I think it's from Last Jedi, Boca Tana something, there's a planet. I'll think of it. There's a planet um, in Star Wars that sounds, anyway, sorry. I didn't they're on that. a boat. <laughs> they got hover technology on these planets. Spear no. technology. You're telling me you need a boat? Why do you need a boat? Which one, when? Whenever they knock the baby into the little pram, gets knocked into the the squid thing, and then Bo-Katan comes down and saves all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on a boat They're going a across boat. the ocean. Why do you need yeah. a boat? Why do you need a boat? Why yeah. do you need any land vehicle in yeah. this world? Yeah, why have a walker to yank stuff out of the harbor? You got yeah. floating shit. It never made sense to me that the Empire built walkers after they just fought hover tanks. Yeah. For four years. Yeah. And then they were using, like, uh, Clone War era, those giant tired things with... Uh, with uh, Bill Burr in the Bill Burr episode. Oh, the the, the transport. The, the transports with the giant wheels. Why? Why would you ever have something with wheels, especially that, if you have raiders? It, well, especially whatever <laughs> like it's that it, any like small impact will cause that shit to explode. Explode. You might want to use your hover technology. You, 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 I mean, there's ships everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. At, at least Tamora Morrison's getting old enough that his voice is getting a little more Boba accurate. You know, I gotta admit. At first, a little green, yeah. at first, I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about seeing his face as much, but I kind of, by the Bill Burr episode where he's walking around the repainted armor with his yeah. helmet off, and he just looked like this scarred up, like, gruff talking dude. I'm like, that's pretty much how I pictured him bad. as a kid. Not yeah, bad. that's not bad. But uh, again, that's another thing where it's like internal continuity started to get irritating to me. It's like, you, you, this kid could be being like, like fucking murdered and beaten and, and experimented on. You got time to paint your armor, though. Go hang out with Bill Burr. Go get your Mandalorians. It's like, come on, guys. This should have been like, as he's soon got, as Yoda's taken, it should have been he's got a go, go, go. Kid on Slave One. <laughs> Why is it called Slave One in universe? Not, or I'm sorry, not in universe. Actually, both. Why is it called Slave One in the real world? Why do they name it that? And why is it called Slave One Couldn't in Star you. Wars? For yeah. either? It's never come up. But it doesn't. Really when that, uh, Django, I think, in the in the Connie, the universe, he steals it from a police facility. It's a police ship, technically. So why Slave One? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I want to know. Back in nineteen seventy nine, shooting Empire, they're like, "What's this fucker's ship's going to be called?" Uh, Slave One. Why? Because <laughs> it sounded menacing and evil, and <laughs> I always thought it was going to be. I always thought it was going to be a computer thing. Cause, you know, computers are slaved to. Operating system, so I thought maybe is it like remote oh, controlled yeah. or what? But I never understood the name. Is there a slave two? Yeah, was there a There's slave? And then this is another slave one, like the Enterprise A. I think he would have bought a slave, another slave, and then would have had slave one and two, <laughs> which was his favorite slave. <laughs> I did like they used the uh, bomb from. Uh, uh, Tag of the clones. Tag of the clones. Uh, the second you start pressing that button, that back panel pops yeah. open like, you beautiful son of a bitch. Yeah, oh, the panel, the, God damn it. It's a cool ship. I see, I never was a, like, you were a much bigger Boba fan than I was mm-hmm. as a kid. I never, but his, hey, you're wearing the shirt. But um, his ship definitely in this series made me appreciate the ship a lot more because I never yeah. got the love of the ship because I was a Falcon guy. Yeah, sure, sure. So like, eh, it's all right. It's not great or anything. But now I'm like, oh, God, I get it. It's pretty sweet. That one scene in the Bill Burr episode where they show the internal mechanics of how oh, like, it's it rotates around, mm. fucking so cool. That was neat. And I like the way that the pilot's chair, because uh, when he picks him up, you, it's like Attack of the Clones. So the pilot's chair is perpetually... It's still, yeah, like that. Like, in a locked position, but the... 
on a compartment underneath, like swings into place. So you can go sit down and yeah. I'm like, come on, man, that's fucking so. That's this cool design. And that's what. As soon as I saw that, and I was like, you built a set for this. I'm like, oh, he's not getting another ship. This is just going to be the ship for the rest of the show. That's you right. don't spend money on or like the spinoff that's coming up. <laughs> yeah. So what's the spinoff going to be? See, here's my problem with the spinoff. As, as a as a bug guy who's sporting a Boba Fett tattoo, for God's sakes. Unless he gets like an adorable pet rancor that he has to raise, how are you gonna have the same fan base carry over? Yeah. How are you gonna empathize with him? He's just like a, a killer yeah. robot man. It's like giving Chewbacca his own series. Yeah, if Chewbacca was kind of a dick. Chewbacca <laughs> was a real dick. But it just in, even in the sense of like he only works with other characters. Hmm. It's like giving Kramer his own series right. or, you know, like a sidekick his own series. Like Boba Fett works best in small doses. Yeah. And not and in service to the story, not driving the story. It's gonna be kind of strange, and like I do find it interesting they're taking their two like notoriously biggest fanboy characters, Fett and Maul, and making them both Don Corleone crime boss leaders. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, why, yeah, why would he be like, you know what I'm gonna do after saving a little fucking freak thing? <laughs> I'm gonna head to Tatooine. I'm gonna kill Bib Fortuna and take over Hut Palace. Yeah. I go get me some of them dancing girls with the six titties. Or eight, one, two, three, four. No, six, six titties. <laughs> Why? Of all places in the galaxy. Because you hung out there for a while? Oh, I have a, a logic question. But it would smell so bad. It was man. fucking reek. Have you ever seen, like, pervy fan art of, 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 uh, of, of, uh, Jabba the Hutt and Slave Leia? Oof. Using that tail. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I have. I have one, I think, on my phone right now. <laughs> um... Here's an in-universe question. What do you think the Boba Fett tattoo I was referring to earlier was of? <laughs> Just the tail. Going <laughs> jab his face with that same tongue lolled out as when he was choked to death. I like that he died from autoerotic asphyxiation, technically. Jabba? Yeah. He had a half-naked girl choke him to death. Yeah, and they never said that it was like an unpleasant death. He might have been. He looked like he was enjoying it. His little tail was flapping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. In Empire, Boba Fett would have been paid twice, right? Because for the capture of Han Solo and for the, the delivery, Empire, yeah, the Empire would have paid him. Because but then Vader's like, he's no good to me, did? And it's like the Empire will compensate you if he dies. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't they have already paid him because they put out a bounty on him, and then also Jabba had a bounty on him, so he got double dipped. Yeah, well, I think what's ha- what the what's your question? You're asking if did they ever acknowledge that he got double dipped? Because in the show, it sounds like he's gonna go away with no money if Han Solo dies, and Vader has to reassure him, like, "I will pay you if he dies. Don't worry." But if he I thought didn't die, they, that means he's not gonna pay him. He's gonna go get the bounty from Jabba. But then, what happened to the Imperial bounty? I thought the implication of that line was that if he dies, we'll compensate whatever Jabba the Hut was gonna play. Right, but if he yeah. either way, where's the bounty they put on him? It's right there. He paid him. Did they already pay him? Presumably. So he's just being greedy. He's like, I want to double dip and get two bounties off this one guy. Well, he, I think that was the the deal in the first place, is that like Vader wanted the Falcon, and then Jabba wanted Han Solo. Yeah. So it just it seemed like, watching this movie, it seemed like he wasn't getting anything if uh, Han Solo died, and Vader had to be like, no, 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 we'll give you a little something. But he should have already been walking away with a pretty hefty How does this show make it look like that? Because it's just him being like, he's no good to me, dude. Why? Like, be careful. This is my my fucking bread and butter right there. And then he's like, no, don't worry. We'll pay you. We'll pay you. It's like, didn't he already pay him? And wouldn't the bounty from Empire be a lot higher than some slug's bounty? Well, so you're you're saying that him going back to the palace, it's like him taking back what's his from Jabba the Hutt? 
Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh. I was just thinking the continuity of Empire itself. It's like, it feels like Boba handed over Han for free. The way the dialogue goes of how concerned he is that he might die. And I'm like, well... I just assume he got paid twice. Yeah, I never. Yeah. I just thought you'd think he would have been like, oh, if he dies, at least I got a lot of money. But no, he, he well, he's he's got a lot of debts to pay. That <laughs> dude, all right, like he's got a lot of child support. <laughs> he's got a lot of little bobas out there. Yeah, oh, crazy. This oh. is littered with fets. <laughs> so many fets. So many fets. But yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. Is it gonna be some crime lord series? I guess I don't know. I bet you they'll bring Darth Maul into that one. You know what they should have? Mm. A story where he goes out and tries to track down the rest of his family, i.e. all the clones that survived. The Bad Batch? Uh, nah, fuck the Bad Batch. <laughs> I no. never watched those. those uh, nah, he, he goes out and it's just a series of Tamara Morrison on green screens. So and many he, Tamara Morrison. Each one's like, one's like a, a bartender like walk, cleaning a guy's like, what can I get you? And another one's like a barber who's like, can you care for a haircut? <laughs> it has to be a lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do declare Mr. Bounty Hunter. <laughs> I'll join your quest of fixing up Jabba's palace, turning into affordable housing. Each episode's like <laughs> the debutante and <laughs> the music cues in. I'm just curious, like, I, I don't know. It's like, um, it's so obvious what they're trying to do. And so I'm like, my brain is going, I'm kind of curious as to what this Boba Fett thing is. Oh, wait. This is so crafted to make people curious. You know what bugged me about it? And I know I'm a bitter, jaded old fuck. But it was like uh, Twitter erupted similarly to how it erupted in the Game of Thrones Season 8. Because you know 90% of content on Twitter in regards to this shit is bought by... There's whole uh, companies that arrange to have uh, users on Twitter, heavy quotes compliment your series or drive it out there get hashtags out there spread the word of it it's the same same shit that Russia's doing with the US elections movie studios do it all the time mm-hmm. there's no fucking regulations about that who cares you know sell your fucking movie you don't have to go see it I watched this show and I can walk again children have right. sight <laughs> user joined two minutes ago you're like okay <laughs> but it was very similar um, this morning because I watched it last night I was on night shift last night with the kid and so about 3am I, I was able to watch it when she finally fell asleep and this morning I woke up, or this morning before I went to bed, I looked at Twitter, and it was reminiscent of Game of Thrones Season 8, where people were, like, putting the gifs of, like, like you know, people freaking out and being like, oh, oh, uh, Daenerys Dragon, did you see? OMG, my life changed forever. Oh, it was a very similar vibe mm. to, like, Luke showing up. Oh, my God, this was my face with Baby Yoda, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this feels similar to bought and paid for tweets in order to push... An emotion that might you might not have completely nailed. Is it, or is it just people that write bought and paid for tweets have the same like-minded <laughs> capabilities of people who just normally just write normally tweets? <laughs> but it's so funny when you see all these Twitter accounts and you click on it, and it's like joined August 2020. You're like, hmm. Oh, my favorite see. was like looking at a, a famous outgoing president's page and like the number yeah, of people. Outgoing, we'll see. Let's do another podcast in a month and see how outgoing he is. The fucking Sorry. <laughs> number of what do you call it, people posting, uh, what was it? Like, I'm moving out of this country, it's ruined my life. It was oh, like, exact co- copy. A copy paste. That tag was like on 70 messages, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, that's credible. Yeah. Way to so be subtle. You can't do that with politics. Do it with entertainment. Who cares? You know, if you're, if you're mm. gullible enough to go onto Twitter and get your opinions from there yeah. over movies, yeah. yeah, movies are optional. Who gives a fuck? But, you know, keep that out of politics. <laughs> but, I don't know, yeah, I really liked it. I'm being harder on it than I think 
it deserves, but I did find criticisms involved with it. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, this after this shit show of a year, I'm like, you know what? You show me a show where I didn't expect. If you told me the, the premiere of this stuff, dude, by the end of it, it's gonna be like this, like uh, fucking Mando gang cruising around in Slave One, nuke and ship. Like fuck you, Luke That's, Skywalker. Yeah, beaten. I'm like fuck you. I'm not in whatsoever. But the way they unfolded the story slowly, like even just like teasing Boba Fett's armor in the first episode. I was like, really? We're going to go there? But when it finally happened, I was like, you know what? I, mm. For better or worse, fine. Sure. Go with it. Like, this, yeah. is, this is not what I expected, but, like, I'm not hating it. Like, whatever. It's... Yeah. it's yeah, this thing, I don't hate it. I'm yeah. being critical, but I'm not. Yeah. It's, it's no so, fucking it's, new Star Trek. In ter- sure. Yeah, yeah. In terms of, like, pulling off a pretty insane task, I was like, well done. Yeah. Like, you know... Expensive looking as shit, too. How much yeah. did that like, series cost them? I can't imagine. Probably as much as, like, a trilogy. Because yeah. like, how long is it cumulatively? You got sixteen episodes. Each one's half an hour. Each one's or about, some of them are an hour. hour. Some of them are like thirty minutes, but averaging around so, uh, forty. So is it, we're talking about minimum of eight. Somewhere between like eight to ten hours that whole series. I'd say yeah, about ten, ten to twelve. Uh. Eight episodes a season on average, forty minutes. I'm telling you, man. Like, I feel like they probably spent like a trilogy's worth. Yeah. Of, uh, on they that probably, well, especially season two. Season two looked a lot better than season one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. a lot more to it. Also, I think they tightened up that uh, rear projection technology. Oh yeah, too. yeah. it's like that's amazing. It's I nice. guess all the shows are going to be shot on that now. Well, it's smart because they can do anything they want under that. Dome, design right? the sets around it too. Apparently, your cast and crew will go fucking crazy, like in Jurassic World. Uh, titfucker, wherever the new one's called. Uh, Apparently, the crew's losing their goddamn mind because they're all locked in together. Oh yeah, and yeah. is it they're doing the same screen technology? Not the same screen technology, but they do have a reinforced like bubble that you like. Once you're in, you're in. You can't leave production. And right, shit. right, right. Like Tom um, Cruise yelling at everybody. Well, I, this came up in conversation. What the fuck happened? Uh, it's just someone recorded him freaking out, which you kind of like. You have to wrestle of like. It was it appropriate for him to freak out because the the production of the new Mission Impossible is everyone's looking to to see if it's safe to resume right, production. Right, right, right. And so he just saw two crew members standing right next to each other, and he just lost it on them. And he was like, "If anyone break, like we have fucking rules, six feet apart, fucking rules, masks on, blah blah blah. If I see anybody breaking it again, you're fucking fired." That's like no ifs, ender, buts about it. And I was listening to it going. He's not wrong. Like, and like, he's got like there's a millions of dollars on millions that and millions and millions yeah, of dollars. And yeah. he's a producer too. It's not yeah. like some actor freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. out. He's a producer. Well, but, producer star and star of the fucking star. franchise. Like, yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, he sort of dipped into like like people's lives are depending on us. People's like he went into messiah mode a little bit because well, he's, he's you know he's a messiah. What do you expect from right. yeah? yeah. <laughs> like, people are going to lose their homes and not able to go to school if we don't do this right. And I was like, all right, Jesus. Calm down a little bit. And only that. I and the power of the Church of Dianetics. It's yeah. like, okay, Tom, Tom, they got it. They got it, Tom. <laughs> so your Thetans are ruining this production. <laughs> Whenever me and Katie talked about this, the Tom, Tom, maybe not, right? Not good, not good. Oh, my God. He, if he says Nicole, just put a dart in his neck. <laughs> just <laughs> dart him. Just goes down. So, do you think Pedro Pascal is completely out, or do you think they're giving him a They'll bit of a, a voice. smack on the I, nose? I guarantee um, the next couple seasons will be about, like, the quest for Mandalore or whatever. Well, definitely um, he's and not back for the next season three. No, so I'm thinking, like, they'll have him drop in, like, you'll see a... There'll be a He'll big, be Boba to Boba. Exactly. There'll be, like, an impossible fight to fight situation, and then that Beskar spear clips the monster yeah. in the face, and they pan up, and he, it's just him being like, did you miss me? And then, yeah, yeah. 
They give him some money, so he's not completely bitter. Give him voiceover cash. Yeah, that yeah. way he can't pull a full Boyega. Yeah, hey, good for him, man. <laughs> yeah, God bless him. Because I'm glad he cut through the bullshit of Disney. Mm-hmm, yeah. He deserved Someone's it, Someone's got to. <laughs> he deserved to. He, like, he, uh, he, out of everybody in those movies, because, like, let's be fair, Ray was just doing the standard Jedi arc. Poe was the rogue, but like Finn was a, a was a unique character that had so much potential. And he that's got, why I was so sad that he wasn't the Jedi. We yeah. said this way years ago on mm-hmm. our Jedi podcast how neat it would have been to have uh, a clone. First of all, I thought it would have been neat if he was a clone stormtrooper and a Jedi. Would have said everything you need to say about what the Force is. Literally, anyone could be right. Yeah, it's not based on your genes anymore. That was just the old guard imperial like rule of even the, the old Republic Jedi were a little snobby and shit. You know? Right, right. Could be anyone. Yeah. But no, no, he just became... Uh... But he was Force-sensitive, Chris. Yeah. Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember that really ham-fisted last-second line that they shoved in at the last yeah. second that it completely revealed everything you need to know about his character? They didn't ever say Force-sensitive. That was, like, expanded. Or they, yeah, they, they said they, that. They, 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 and the worst part is they tee it up. They have a moment to do it and everything. Where Ray's like, what did you want to say? He totally just goes, oh, never mind. <laughs> it is like, really? You're going to pull that card? Give the man anything. It was weird because they played him like the comic relief in the first one. And then the second one, he was the comic relief. Because he even like showing up on the casino planet, and he's all like, whoa, I don't whoa. get what, his character's a little bit all over the place in the first one. He's definitely the goofball in the he's, second one. He's goofball in the second one. But in the first one, goofy. he is definitely goofy, but like, I don't know if that was like, that came later, or... If that was through improv. They need, or they added the severity later, like, after, like, was the second thing? I always think back to the, I'm in charge now, Phasma, I'm in yeah, charge Yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like the same guy's like, you don't know nothing about Well, that's the thing, like, 20 three, seconds earlier. He's so jaded in part three, mm. he's become such a bad Ass. Isn't It'd it kind like, of yeah? revelatory that three trilogies now, three different casts, cast, nine different actors, every single time they make one of these things, they hate it by the end. Yeah. By the third movie, they're all like, "I, you couldn't fucking pay me to yeah, be in yeah. one of these ever fucking yeah. again. Yeah, they really do. They really do. Every, like, all three of that's three for three now. Except Mark Hamill, who's just like, I got a paycheck. Well, I think Mark Hamill, like, it took him a bit, because there was a while he didn't want to be known as Luke, and then eventually he's like, he's like, I'm Luke. Like, I'll yeah. fucking... Really, his plot line was the only redeemable thing from Jedi, really. I mean, the 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 effects of the second Death Star fight are amazing. But the whole, all the scenes with the teddy bears on the for, on, on Forest of California is so pointless. Yeah. It's so meaningless, and yeah. there was no character development. But Luke is great. Every every he like he's my like whenever I I think that's also partially why I was into the finale a little bit more. That's one of my favorite incarnations of Luke Skywalker, is, is, green uh, lightsaber yeah. Jedi Master Luke, where you're just like oh you just can't fu-. he's the son of Vader, yeah. like he's the coolest looking Jedi, you know? Yeah, no, I I think uh, and again like my brain always goes to the technical side of the shit. I wasn't, I thought it was lame to have Luke show because it's something you'd almost do if your show was failing. Like, um, there's a great story. Let me tip on Star Trek for a second, because mm. that's my fucking second universe. Um, when they made Star Trek The Next Generation, they had to argue constantly to not reference the original series. Gotcha. Like, we don't want this to be about just remembering those guys. We want to make our own new thing. You can't do that anymore. I cut to 30 years later with Star Trek Discovery. It's not doing well. So what do they do in this finale of season one? Ooh, Spock's showing up. Ooh, the Enterprise is showing up. Mm. we got to get this shit in here, because people aren't watching our shows. So we got to give them what they know. Mandalorian was doing really well. They didn't need to put anything in we knew. They were mm. making all new things 
to know. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. They were making new great characters. So and what was cool was like in an age where like, again they filmed in a bubble and like stuff didn't get spoiled. They were getting doing a pretty good job of being like, this is a like here's an entire fucking new character. Yeah. It's Nick Nolte as an Ugnaught. And you're like, I had no idea. Yeah. Now he's one of my favorite things. Like, I know. Where did this come from? You don't people like fans don't typically know what they love until they love it. Mm-hmm. But if you just keep giving them the same thing over and over again, it's like eating your favorite meal every day. Eventually it's gonna get fucking disgusting. Mm. You know? I don't know. Do you have any more? Because I kind of want to rant a little bit about cyberpunk, but do we have any more Mandalorian? Nah, man. I, I'm I'm pretty happy with 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 the, with uh, with the end of it, man. Yeah. Again, I don't want to sound like it. a crusty old fuck. It was fun. Yeah. But it just it did things I was hoping it wouldn't do. Right. Before the season even aired, when I was like, okay, this is this is how they might go in the wrong direction, and they kind of did a little for me. Right. But it's very subjective. Right. Because, I mean, I'm sure there's bars full of people cheering at Luke showing up. I'm not one to shit on that emotion. Right. But for me, just sitting watching on my iPad, I was like, that's eh, kind of lame. I wish they hadn't brought Luke into it. Wouldn't have been. Like, you already set up Ahsoka. Maybe have her show up and say, I'm going to take the kid after right. all. You know? You like, knew they were kind of in trouble whenever the second they were like, He'll put out a, a beacon and so a Jedi will answer da da, da. and you're like, well, because uh, there was four, only one left. <laughs> four major, yeah, that's true. Four <laughs> major people get coming like Ezra, Mace Windu, Cal Kestis from uh, Fallen Order, and I'm like, well, you can't do Ezra because they wouldn't put his first live action appearance in this role where you don't know it's him. Don't know it's him, yeah. Cal Kestis, most people don't know because they didn't play the video game. Not half as many people play Fallen know Order. Who that is, yeah, yeah, who watched the show, so that's out. And it's like, Sam Jackson, get real, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. So it did kind of like, had to be Luke. It had to be it Luke. It had to be Luke, yeah. Yeah, or Ahsoka, because he already set her up. Which would have been even funnier if like... <laughs> Jokes, I'm going to paint him. She was just like, remember I told you to go to that rock? I just, I just love a good entrance. They should have just, <laughs> she, like, it made, again, I'm repeating myself, it just made no sense that he didn't go and get her. Even like, have her get knocked out. Or, or or have a line of, like, I looked for her, she was already gone. They're mysterious, these Jedi. Mm. Anything to make it make sense. But no, no, she's not there, because we need Luke to show Boba up. Boba Fett's, oh, I'm not going to save a Jedi. Yeah. People okay, were saying, like, Jedi. I wonder what would have happened if Boba showed up to pick up Fennec and saw Luke Skywalker leaving with Grogu. <laughs> and he was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I didn't sign up for this. He would be good to me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You think Grogu knows that the guy who saves him in the end is the reason why Order 66 happened? Is the son of the guy who killed everybody and the reason yeah. he had to go hiding in the first place? It's getting too muddled. That's <laughs> what so happens when you orbit around the same family for too long. Because it's funny because I didn't even really think along the lines of, because it's such a different Boba Fett, I didn't even really think about the fact that, well, that's the guy you had a shootout with in the hallways like five years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and transferred his friend and then knocked you into a Sarlacc into a pit. pit. Or no, I guess Han knocked him in. Han knocks him in, but... He cut his gun. He makes him look like a punk. Yeah, he makes him look like a bitch. That fucking go-to is always that little grappling hook, and yet it never seems to work. Every yeah, time it never seems to work. Like, Mando on Mando, Mando on Jedi, every time they use that little grappler... Kind of fucks him up. Works on a Cyclops, I guess. It would work if he it. wanted to swing like Spider-Man, but I think that's really it. That's about it. He's got a jetpack. Did his big long gun get blown up with his ship? Who that? I guess so. Yeah, because From the animated yeah, uh, Christmas yeah. special, the yeah. big uh, the vapor, well, the disintegrator, the, the uh, Jawa disintegrating gun. Yeah, man. They're making a Nerf gun of that thing. It looks sick. Oh yeah, it looks awesome. I kind of want it. Overall, I mean, it was good. 
but I have my nitpicks. And I think that's all they are, is nitpicks and kind of disappointed that they went so far into memberberry territory. Right. You're doing so good. You're making your own fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. You're doing what George Lucas wanted to do with the prequels but failed miserably at, was just mm. make a whole new universe of, of characters that will be memorable. You did it! <laughs> I think that's what was so cool about the first season. Like, actually, to the lesser extent, the second season, but it was still there. I saw someone put it really well where they were like, what the sequels and prequels were missing is that Star Wars was like this ongoing this universe where everything was ongoing you mm. had to catch up to it all the ships were dirty and the droids were used and broken and all this shit so you kind of had to catch up to it but in the prequels and the sequels there's a lot of scenes of just like the Republic is going to be reorganized into the Empire like Finn the ship is running out of fuel we have to be there or like who's her Bonk. parents we really Bonk. have to reinforce what's going on. Star Wars, yeah. the original trilogy, didn't really Mm-mm. fucking have that. Like, Was that the first sequel that didn't just carbon copy the first movie? Empire? I'm trying to think of before 1980, a sequel was just the first movie again with more money. Godfather Part 2, is that before or after Empire? I don't know. Godfather Part 2. Because even actually that one, if you think about it, someone tries to assassinate movie. the Dawn... Yeah, it's because it's the second and half it's of like, the first book. And, and it's the whole family falling apart. Yeah, yeah it's kind of the same But story. I think people were shocked to go into theaters and be like, this is a brand new story, and it's awesome. It's just continuing it their lives, and it doesn't end. Yeah. Uh, and then Jedi was just Star Wars again. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. With a, with a heist at the beginning. But other than that, it was just Star Wars again. Mm. It's interesting. Overall, though, I mean, I would definitely recommend watching... Mandalorian. Absolutely. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's 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 it, I, it's a fun time, man. I really did enjoy the last like four episodes of the season a lot. I thought yeah. it built up really well, and then like was satisfying emotionally and shit. Like I didn't, I felt like I was glad I didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, because I was really worried. I was like, oh, how are they going to push season a third season of like Mission there Quest and isn't. shit? No, I was glad, man, that they didn't. No. Um, they went with a logical closure point for those characters. I think I would have been okay with eight more uh, standalone episodes of just eight. Bounty hunts, just random care like yeah. random plants and stuff. Just him, the only guy mm-hmm. could stop bringing in fucking Carl Weathers. And hey, <laughs> you guys still going? Just or just anyone, anyone you recognize, stop bringing him in. I would have, I think I would have been. What totally about okay. that sentence in Twelve Systems guy? Yeah, he's gonna show up. He's gonna show and up. And then butt face. But he's got like a cyborg arm now. Yeah, he's no. uh, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. He's a doctor. No one said he died. No. Yeah, he could be very well alive. He I think he was still out. writhing on the floor of the bar yeah. whenever he was. They were talking to Han, just bleeding the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, everyone just sort of walked away from him. <laughs> but literally, the music keeps playing. No one calls for medical assistance. Why has no one done that sketch? Where it's just him like, like ah, like basically the Monty Python Black Knight thing. Yeah. He's lost the arm. Well, I just imagine whenever Han like, sorry about the mess, he flicks the quarter, and you just see him at the corner like, ah, <laughs> like this trail of blood out. as he's dragging himself across the floor. And the old racist bartender, I guess, lost his job because that cantina had a robot bartender when they went back to it. That's correct. Uh, affirmative action hit Tatooine, yeah. and they started hiring a lot more droids. R five D four was finally able to get his life together after that. Droids are very problematic, aren't they? <laughs> How they're kind of slaves. Yeah. You made a, con- a sentient creature. And enslaved them. And, like, they're brutally murdered en masse and no one cares. And our, like, beloved heroes are basically, like, 1700 southern landowners. Yeah, they just trade them off with no regard. Yeah. yeah. No regard at all. Even in the new movies, they were like, Thrupio was like, oh, we're just going to wipe this fucking droid's memory, right? <laughs> 
like we're just gonna reset it. Actual them. dialogue from yeah. the film. <laughs> and he was like, I'm looking at my friends, and even the reaction of them all being like, okay, wipe his memory, click. And like, is it okay whenever <laughs> they shoot those Imperial droids? Like, are they also like cutesy wootsy, like R two D two, and have friends and such? But are they, but are they asshole? Maybe they're not cutesy. Maybe they're are they programmed to be dicks? Like over the rest of the Imperial. Why are the Imperial so sour? I don't know. They're all like, is it oh, just very because... upset? Why are Republicans and conservatives so sour? But is it, maybe that's what it is. Like whenever upper management's kind of like you know pure evil, it, it percolates downwards. Well, we a species of followers, that's for sure. So maybe that's what it is. We have to have lemming DNA. But I also like too. There was one line that I thought was great in uh, the Bill Burr episode where it's like people think they want freedom, but they want that order. That whole uh, speech. That applies to both sides of the political spectrum of how they, we view each other. Because mm. it's like the right wing thinks the left wing wants to censor everybody and cancel culture. And then the left wing thinks the right wing wants to uh, stop people ha- be able to choose to, you know, who they marry and who they love and right. shit. Both sides think the other side's the empire. Yep. And so that line, again, because Disney's not going to fucking put their flag up too hard in any direction. No. They're a company. So that line, Right down the middle. Both sides could take that line and be like, this is my mantra now. Well, that's what I thought. I mean, again, like, I think that's why the episode was so effective. I'm like, it's, that's, of course, that's the mentality of what both, both people, sides can look at that scene and empathize with that, what that with character yeah. saying. And I'm like, that's Bill Burr's whole constituents. That episode is just like, like I love that face he makes oh, whenever yeah, whenever he's like, that, yeah. he's like, with the Rhydonium you brought us, blah, blah, blah. And you see that realization, like, oh, I was so focused on surviving, I didn't realize I just helped the last oh, no, person yeah. in the world. I want to fucking help out. And just seeing him realize, like, I, I can't do this again. I have to break. He, I love that little smile he flashes Mando right before he shoots. He's like, him, yeah. sorry, I, I fucking tried. That's what I meant, because he was actually, like, leg shaking. Yeah. Just listening to him talk, and he had this, like, crazy half smile on his face but he's gonna fucking shoot him i love that part where it's just like i'm i can't compromise i told myself once i'm never gonna help these fucking people again even if i have to fly out of here on slave one and take a pop shot from like five thousand yards up i'm gonna do it because let him go yeah but um so i wonder his story was it do you think he enlisted or do you think he was thinned or was he jangoed there's a line i can't remember exactly what he says I think it's a character who's like, I used to be like that, but I'm not anymore, which leads me to believe maybe he was a devout... He was just a... a, He agreed with the Empire. I like to think Bayfield was like some kid from Space Boston who wanted to join the Academy. The Empire's cleaning shit up. Yep. You know? They're getting rid of those filthy Jedi, those religious fanatics, finally cleaning them out of the military. And then so he joined, and then all of a sudden, Operation Cinder. Remember, you played Battlefront 2? Uh, the story mode? I don't think I ever finished the story mode. So, the Operation Cinder is right at the top of the game. It's whenever they have all those satellite dishes and they just murder. It's, yeah, um, I do remember that. Yeah. Palpatine's like death hand switch fucking. This is hologram. Hologram is just like nuke these planets if I die. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I like the idea that, you know, Bilber was like all pro empire until that and he was just like i'm fighting for the worst people in the galaxy <laughs> oh, they're more referencing mm-hmm. operation the battlefront 2 mm-hmm. thing yeah because that, that happened together. on that happened on multiple planets oh, okay there were, what was the other battlefront 2 reference oh cycler rifle he's like pass me that cycler rifle that's totally straight out of battlefront 2. interesting so the so the continuity in current universe is the battlefront 2 storyline rebels and clone wars that's it uh, in terms of like peripheral stuff of of the of uh, that's no longer legends. What Disney is making canon ah. is is yes. oh, I guess the video the other video game too. Jedi yes. Fallen Order is canon. Um, yeah, it depends on how deep you want to go. Like for example, you, on Reddit, I saw someone decoded what Boba Fett's little hologram says when he calls up. He's like, "Take a look at your kid just 
got kidnapped and your ship's destroyed. But let me let me show you something about Boba. So Boba Boba got his armor back in the day. Very odd timing is all I'm saying for him just to take him down. Convenience, <laughs> I believe, is the word you're looking for. So, anyways, he's um in his code. It's it says something about his dad's mentor being Jaster, or it cuts off Jaster Mareel. If you really want to go deep cut, Boba Fett before the prequels was uh, Boba Fett's alter real name before he accidentally killed his superior. Fled the oh, planet and so became a bounty hunter called Boba Fett. It's truth and legend sort of thing. It's cherry picking. Exactly. So yeah. now, uh, I think it was right after Attack of the Clones, this book called Django Fett Open Seasons rec- retconned it all together that uh, Jastin Muriel was, in fact, Django's mentor, who was an OG Mandalorian. Gotcha, gotcha. Django was a foundling. He brought him in. Boba's, uh, Jastin Muriel's armor looks kind of like Boba Fett's. Okay. Like with the green and like the bantha skull on the arm. So presumably he's repainting it to pay honor to the dude. To him. Gotcha, his gotcha. mentor. Um, so like, again, it depends on how deep you want to go. Cause like, does that count? Yeah. No, like. They're just sort of this, they just, they're just cherry picking. But then they're also burying themselves in continuity because they're like, we also have 18 ongoing comic series, which are all canon, and yeah. we, we already showed the final fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul, so sorry, that's done. I <laughs> think they're trying, I think Filoni's is trying to like pull as much from the books as possible, as possible at this point. Push it pull, all in. Yeah, to pull this like out of a nosedive, because... I'm not sure if it, because you know, nowadays people just put a quote next to someone's head. Next thing you know, like, did you ever see that Morgan Freeman quote about blowjobs? And yeah, it's like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. There was one for Kathleen Kennedy where she's like, we don't have a bunch of books to pull from. And then it's one of those memes to like the next line. It's a picture of like Darth Maul from the Clone Wars and you're saying liar. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, seriously, like you have a bunch of stories that are tried and tested. Just yeah, like, I guess just copy them. That's how Marvel did that for bastards. fucking like. 10 plus years and 20 something movies that they were oh, yeah. referencing stories that people like. Yeah. So, if that's all you gotta just do, go with it. just but go then, with it. And it does get that slimy feel to it, though, of corporations. It's no longer just some weirdo's vision trying to sell toys. It's now a whole conglomerate of weirdo's vision trying to sell toys. That's correct. <laughs> and it hasn't changed since 1977. Speaking of selling merchandise, that's not fucking up to par. <laughs> It's a great game. We're talking, it's, it's Cyberpunk 2077, and it has so many caveats. So it just got taken down off the PlayStation yes, it Store. Did. Um, so if anyone knows, this this game has been in development since 2010, 11. They announced it in 2012. I've been waiting for this game for eight years of, like, this looks like the greatest fucking game ever. And then they completely fucking fumbled the release because the PC version is apparently amazing, there's no complaints, it's got a really high user uh, score on Metacritic, it's really well done, but they just completely fucking ignored the console version, and they just botched it. So, a a 10-year development, and they made it unplayable on current-gen consoles, even though it has been delayed for years. Mm -hmm. So what the fuck were they going to do if it had come out four years ago, five years ago? (laughs) You know what I mean? So, it's frustrating, because I have a PS4, and it's a really fun game. But imagine Red Dead came out and all the textures look like PlayStation 2, mm. you know, look like original Xbox. If you move too fast, the frame rate drops to the tens. Oof. Everything's just clicking. Every, when you go and talk to someone, there's like a, a good 10 seconds of just the character animation until they go Bleh, and start talking because the process is trying to catch up. Uh, it's how a, did that happen? I don't know. And it's it's fishy because 
Like CG Project Red has huge credibility in the quote unquote gaming community because, because of, of the, uh, the Witcher series right. and everything. How much free stuff they offer. They don't do special editions. They don't do season passes and all this shit. They, if they have downloadable content, extra content, it's cheap and it's expansive. It's like um, it was like twenty-eight, fifteen dollars or something for the expansion for The Witcher, and it was. 50 hours of gameplay and a whole new map. Like, they've really earned a good reputation, and they just flushed it down the toilet <laughs> in one fell swoop because they... It's, it, it seemed fishy because all of... Leading up to release, all they showed was PC footage. Uh-huh. And they made you believe that that was the game, and then two days after it released, they issued an apology being like, sorry we didn't show console footage, but, I mean, can you really expect consoles to perform as well as a high-end PC? Say, well, then why the why, fuck did you release it? Why did you it? release it? That's like being a car company and being like, well, listen, unless you get the LE edition, your wheels might pop Just off pop your off. fucking car. Sorry. <laughs> Why'd you buy it? Should have gotten the fucking luxury edition, you pussy. <laughs> well, why do you even make that car? <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. It's so slimy. that that, And it's weird coming from a company that has been notoriously not slimy. To be mm. to be so kind now, of now given the, the evidence that we have like a develop uh, game development that lasted years, mm. um, ten years, ten years, um, a PC version that works optimally, but like clearly, do you think maybe it was because of the like I immediately think it's because PlayStation Four and Five like there's council wars have been as in the high turnover has well, even it runs like shit on the next gen consoles too. Hmm. They haven't even released a PlayStation so what do you think it is? Five edition. Uh, they, the, when you play it on next gen consoles, it just it's like playing a, an old game on the new consoles. How you can reverse play sometimes. Yes. So it's the same shit. It's not performing any better. I think it's they. I, I imagine they had to outsource the console ports. So maybe the company they outsourced to, which is really bad. Or didn't do their job, and they did actually spend all the time focusing on the PC version. Mm. But at the same time, unless you have a six thousand dollar PC, you're not going to really be able to play this game the way gotcha. it's meant to be played. Gotcha. So it's such a tiny sliver of of people who can play it. Like to not think of that along the way. And then it was supposed to come out a month on my birthday, and I was so bummed <laughs> that it got delayed a month. When that happened, their stock dropped by like sixty percent. So I think they were also like maybe they did take a look at the console version and go. Okay, this is fucked up. We'll get to work patching it, and in a, six months it'll look great. But we gotta work on a release date for we December. We gotta get it out. Yeah, we just our stock is dropping too quickly. But then that was, I think, the wrong choice. Just release the PC version and say, okay, console, you gotta wait a little bit. I mean, I think that would still. So what happens now? Do you get a refund? How does this work? It's been taken off of the. I bought the physical copy because. The, uh, well, the company's great. That's the uh, physical copy is so full of collector stuff, and it's just a standard edition. Uh, so I was like, I want all the collector stuff. You can have memorabilia of how disappointed you were. I was, but also <laughs> I know the company in, even though they're being weird about it, being like, we're going to take a Christmas break and then we'll get back to it and we'll release some patches. And you're never like, seeing those people again. <laughs> maybe fucking work through Christmas on this one, guys. Um, but I do have faith that they will, that within two or three months, they'll have patched it up to as good as it possibly can be. It'll probably look like Red Dead mm. in two or three months of patches. They just ran out of time. So I'm hanging on to it, and I want to see what they do with it. But then they've also announced, which again, kind of fishy, they've also announced that um, they're going to be releasing a, a PlayStation 5 Enhanced Edition in a year. So it so the, excuse me when yeah. their fucking current editions barely functioning. Yeah. So so that'll be more like the PC version. Still not up to max settings fucking PC, but uh -huh. it'll be closer to it. But that's going to be a whole 
other release. It's not going to be like an update you can download right, on PS5. Right. Right? It's going to be a whole new 80 bucks you got to spend. So it's weird. It's just weird. It's like finding out that fun uncle touched his fucking nephew. You know what I mean? Did, was there like, a CEO takeover? Like it's like some curmudgeonly old man know. who has dollar signs in his eyes and cigars in his mouth. I don't know. Fucking don't running know. it now. Or maybe creative director. I quit. joined this company to suck joy out of children's eyes. I don't know because like. His um, name's Mr. Blackthorn or something. <laughs> it's going to be Blackthorn. <laughs> but I don't really follow gaming, like, insider shit enough to know. But I know that they were under scrutiny a while ago for their crunch time insanity. Because most... Ah, uh, yeah. Which, I don't know. I, I have trouble uh, sympathizing with people who bitch about having to work too hard on creative endeavors. Because it's like, that. Like that's kind of the deal you sign up for. Your life is... But like, wasn't that a Rockstar or Pixar someplace? They were like shouting verbal abuse and getting stressed out, and like that's putting cigarettes out and nipples or something like that. I never, I don't know. That's obviously insane. The um, the Cyberpunk one or the CD Projekt Red one was they were just complaining that the way game cycles typically work is for the first, usually games take about four or five years to make. Okay. So the first four years, um, it's like a nine to five job. And then the last six months for release, it's crunch. It's called the, it's called the crunch, and it's like sometimes you're up for three four days, trying to meet deadlines to get shit done. And it's just kind of known that that's how it works. I like guess you're the closer you get to release date, the harder you have to work. Makes sense. And you make tons of fucking money. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of the deal you sign up for, right? Isn't that like the fun about creative endeavors? Is that it's not just a nine but to five you're, thing. But when your boss is pouring that third mug of hot coffee on your head, that like, is, I mean, there was no evidence of that. Shit I I on. don't know, Kurt. I've heard <laughs> otherwise. I've heard other studios, perhaps. Uh, I know Naughty Dog gotten shit for some some. Uh, uh, Treating their employees like shit. There's never been any reports of employee harassment at CD Projekt Red. Just yeah, no one that survived survived it. But just <laughs> workload. But I don't know. I think that's such a bitchy thing. Of like, I had to work really hard at the end. It's like, yeah, it's called making creative shit with a deadline. <laughs> like sometimes you don't sleep for a month when you're making shit. That's how it works. You don't know. You haven't seen inside there. The monstrosities, oh, and going horrors on. are being committed for so you can play cyberpunk. <laughs> I know their bonuses were based on whether or not they got a 90 over a 90 on Metacritic and they didn't oh yeah so none of them are going to get their bonuses now oh that can't be fun in 2020 uh, I like that though where it's like if, if, if you don't make a good game you're not going to get a bonus <laughs> yeah you're getting paid massive amounts of money to do it anyways and mm-hmm. it's going to be a big ass bonus at the end of it you don't get it unless you, you you deliver. I was like, yeah, great. I kind of don't. It's not like you didn't get paid at all leading into it. Or someone forgot to slip that Metacritic critic a handy. Right? <laughs> get some <laughs> Russian bots in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Blow them up being like, this game made my children walk again. It <laughs> <laughs> got me my job back. 50 out of 10. We now have the cure for coronavirus in our blood. Yeah. But I don't know. I uh, It's it's disappointing because it, it is sort of like, imagine Red Dead Redemption 2. How great the game mechanics are, how great the story is, how fun and interactive it is, but then it's loading like shit, glitching, crashing, and all the textures look like it's from 20 years ago. This whole time I keep thinking it's like you're talking about the online version, but this is just the story this mode. It's just the game. Oh, God. And it's they keep referencing Red Dead because that's a game that came out first for consoles, and it's it looks amazing, Red Dead. Even though I, it always bugged me that, uh, I don't know if you knew this, because did you play Red Dead right out of the gate on day one release? The, the main story? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Did you notice when they changed the the lighting on it? Because 
they released the online and the online wasn't able to function with the settings from the main game but the only way because they kind of leashed off each other to run to get the online looking better was they, to make the offline look worse so I think it was like uh, it was about a month or two after the online launched a patch came out and all of a sudden the main game looked a lot worse than it had before hmm. and I think at that point Rockstar had moved on to the PC version and didn't give a shit anymore like we made our money I mean, they're pretty unscrupulous too, Rockstar. Just look right. at the monetization practices of yeah. the online, especially now that they're selling it for real world money. That's true. It's like, fuck, give true. it to you for free if you're going to charge that much to do anything in it. Right. But uh, that was really a bummer for Red Dead that they had to reduce the actual offline graphics. Having said that, this map that's smaller than Red Dead with less characters and non player characters going on looks a hundred times worse somehow. Because <laughs> they went the other way. They focused on PC first and then console. Red Dead went console first and then PC. Ah, okay. So, I don't know. It's it's disappointing. Maybe it's, that's what they're... Maybe that's what it is, that they try to, like, yeah. go big instead of, you know, going like working with console first and then yeah. go transferring over to PC. They didn't sit and actually work out how to get the, the standardized system, which is why developers like consoles, because it's standardized. You don't yeah. have to worry about what graphics card you have. Yeah, yeah. They didn't figure out how to utilize that the best they could, and instead they just made it, hey, you got you have a $6,000 gaming rig? Because you're going to need it. <sighs> Explains yeah. 10 years of fucking delays, too. But 10 years ago was still Xbox. I don't even think 360 was out then. PlayStation 2 I think was 10 years. Was 2010? Yeah, 360 was out. So, so yeah, 360. Oh, so yeah. 360 was out in 2010. Be more like Cyberpunk 2067. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? I didn't realize 10 years ago was only one console generation ago. I thought uh, I got I got a 360 late, so I might be wrong. I'm trying to think when I got my 360. It has been a while. Hasn't mine it? was uh, cause I remember mine must have been out for a while because it was on sale on like Easter weekend for like a hundred bucks, and I was like, oh, I'm getting myself a 360. And I guess PlayStation 4 has been out for like eight years now. Xbox One and PlayStation 4. I also got one of those very late. Like eight years, yeah. So yeah, so you started this game developing with the idea in mind of consoles and PCs being at that stage is pretty fucking crazy to have it not work now in 2020. <laughs> I also love the idea of some developers saying, like, hey, did you work on that thing yet? Oh! Right. Fuck. Uh, Super no, disappointing. I did not. And it sucks, because it is a really fun game. It uh, Mechanically, it's really fun. But then everything about it is failing miserably. All the all the clothing. It's got a really sexy body, but clothes are just terrible. You mean Keanu? Yeah. Oh, he's irritating in it, because... How dare you? He is. Keanu Reeves is a, is a treat... It's, for, the, it, for the eyes and ears. That feels like uh, like this guy's going to be uh, your like Jarvis for the game, so we, we were just going to play it safe and cast a, a popular celebrity, where it's like, I don't know if he completely works in the role. for who, He's playing like a terrorist. Okay. And you're supposed to hate him? Why didn't they cast Benicio del Toro? Why didn't they just cast an unknown? Like, <laughs> Nah, they got to use it. I like the big celebrity angle. They got to do it, but I mean, like, Geralt of Rivia you know, was an unknown. You know so. who they, they should have cast? Gerard Butler. He's unlikable <laughs> as fuck. Fat, greasy hair. <laughs> I'm going to kill you now. That's your Gerard Butler. <laughs> Shitty French. Um, it's an interesting story, if you don't uh, mind a little bit of spoilers for Go it. Go for it. It's just, so it, it's um, Keanu Reeves. The, the world of cyberpunk's so obviously, it's a, like all the things you plug into your head and everyone's 
uh, got CPUs in their brain, so you can get viruses and shit like that. You always have to be flushed. So wait, out. the world of cyberpunk is in fact an illusion, like the Matrix. It's not real. No, no, it's just that they uh, the world of cyberpunk is like everyone's half robot now and half human. Oh, you have oh so it's Back to the Future arms. too. Kinda, yeah. He got cybernetic arms and implants, and yeah, I guess so. He's got his hmm. metal head and everything. Um, so they're more like the Borg, but not visually looking awful. You know what I mean? They still have your individuality. Less bald women. Less bald women. No, a lot more bald women. Um, <laughs> and then Keanu Reeves is a terrorist who, who nuked the city like 50 years ago. And the Bastard. the guy who owned the building wanted to punish him more than just by killing him. So they, he took his consciousness and put it on a computer and stuck him into a purgatory. And then uh, so later on, you go and do this heist where you're trying to steal this chip. You don't know what it is. And the case breaks. So you have to put the chip in your head. And it's Keanu. And it's his awareness. And, and so the game is he's slowly, like, assimilating you to turn you into him. What? So, yeah. So you're he constantly is showing up and, like, beating on you and being horrible to you. Because he's like, I'm going to take your fucking body away from you. And you're like, Aww. ah, and you're trying to figure out how. He's, to, he's like a bad Tyler Durden. He's a bad Tyler Durden. What a dickhole. So it's interesting. I'm not too far into it yet, but it's, the character creation is fun. You get to pick uh, your cock size. Yes, I heard about the cock slider. Yeah. So I made I made three characters. I made four characters, and then I played because each introduction is different. It's about 30, 40 oh, okay. minutes. Okay. And then you get into the main game. So I wanted to see who was the funnest to play, and I ended up going with the Wastelander, who was just like a dude with a big cut dick. And then I had a dude with a little uncut dick, and then mm. I had a lady with. Giant you can make it cut or uncut. Yeah. And then you, there's a, a size slider. Wow. And then I made um, just a, 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 a mon- oh, that's the wrong word, I'm not going to say monster, but I made sort of like a little dick, big boob, male voice, female face character, mm-hmm. um, who, I say monster because the way I designed her, him, in the game, they were fucking hideous looking with black eyes and like scars everywhere. I'm just imagining you took like the control settings and just button mashed. <laughs> <Until I did laughs> But it is, it's really, I don't know, uh, in a year from now, maybe if people buy a 4K TV, a PlayStation 5, and the PlayStation 5 exclusive game, it'll be a lot of fun. Or yeah. if you own a $6,000 gaming PC. Other than that, you're going to have a bad time, man. See, this here's another example of how they're trying to separate the the corporate elite from us from us <laughs> Joe Dirt gamers. Got to have a $6,000 rig if yeah. I want a cyberpunk. It's so weird. I don't know what they were thinking. Spending... Hundreds of millions of dollars on a game, and then releasing it to the smallest crowd possible. Maybe they refuse to reduce Keanu Reeves' image. They're like, he can only be seen in this high-def quality. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, oh my god. Johnny Silverhand. Is it his name? Yeah. Johnny Silverhand? He's kind of a lame character. Sounds like a porn star name. Yeah, it's a little. He's in- it's interesting. I don't know. I, I would try it. If, if, if you ever get it on sale, or once they've fixed it enough that you mm-hmm. can actually... It's playable. I would definitely recommend it. Until then... Yeah, I'm not rushing out to grab it. No, and I really regret that I stupidly... I was like, day one it came out, and I was like, I've been waiting so long, I just gotta get it, I just gotta get it. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna ignore my daughter for a day and go play this. <laughs> and uh, I was like, fuck, if I just waited literally 24 hours, I would've known all this. You know, I could've just waited. Just knowing all of that for yourself, know that somewhere out there there's some developer who can feel your anguish. On some existential level, because like, I'm taking him away from his daughter. I'm a monster. I knew it was a shoddy product, and I sold it anyway. Anyways, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Puts a gun in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Pull the trigger. Pull I'm the, the cyberpunk. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. That's all I gotta say about that. There you go, Mando, 
and cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Very little little tag at the end of cyberpunk. Two sci-fi epics no. of varying degrees of satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh the book of Boba Fett. Is it the Book of Boba Fett or is it the Book of Fett? Book of Boba Fett. It was the Book of Boba Fett. Which makes me just think of Book of Mormon because Boba Fett's in Arnold's story. Arnold story. <laughs> well, because Arnold puts Boba Fett in his story. He gets rid of all the frogs. Yeah. So, yeah. I just couldn't help but think, like, it's the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> this book will change your life. This book will change your life. Uh, well, on that note, I think it's time to mosey on to the sunset. That's right. Could be a long time. We could have a vaccine by the time we record again. Who knows? Yeah, and that vaccine could have turned the people into va- uh, zombies. So yeah. this could be like the last one we don't do in a bunker. I'm totally... Uh, I am not some sort of conspiracy theory nut job. But at the same time, it, history has proven that rushed vaccines very rarely don't contain a lot of side effects a few years later. Yeah, I'm telling you, zombies, dude. This is the one. Yeah. So it's like, vaccinate your fucking kids. We just got Talia vaccinated. She screamed like a banshee. But maybe wait. And so, like you can't in seven months do the testing required to see what long term side what effects are. In like a year of, of 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 putting a dead virus into your body with whatever chemical stew is there to help facilitate creating immunity towards it. I mean, polio shots fucked up people for a long time uh, because it was rushed, you know. So I don't know. Maybe just let see if Grandpa dies. And then, and then and then consider getting getting the shot. You know that friendly EMT worker that you know, Pamela. Let Pamela get the vaccine. Pamela see if she turns into a neck biting zombie. <laughs> yeah. If so, disregard. Or if that's your thing, shoot it up. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's it. Is that it? This is the way. This is the way. We'll see you at some point in the future, everybody, ladies and gents. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Christmas, anything else that comes along this time of year. Happy uh, pagan tree ritual day that we've all sort of co-opted. So, yeah. Happy life day. Happy life day, which is my birthday. Oh, yeah? November 17th is life day. I'm so sorry. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>